Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. And we're here for a brand new episode. I know we left you hanging last week, kind of figuring out whether or not we were going to be discussing episode four, and here we fucking are. Here we are. Um, uh, yeah, man. This <laughs> show is um, it's kicking into gear. Yeah, um, it, it really is. Like, And I, it, it was an episode that I was like, all right, this is going to be kind of like the linchpin, right? If if from here on out things change, this show is going to like really move us forward and like drive it home, and they sure delivered. Um, and like, yeah, it was hard not to like, you know, these shows come out at like 3 a.m. or whatever on a Friday. Same thing with Mandalorian. Um, I don't feel like the, the hype level is as high and there's not like as risk of spoilers on this show so far. Um, it's a very slow burn, so yeah. we're lucky with that so far, but I don't know if that's going to hold true forever. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You know, I think the internet has gotten more self-aware of itself that we're spoiling ourselves. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> we it's sure not are. that. It's not that we're spoiling it for other people or little kids. It's that you're ruining it for the other people who are online that day. And unless you watch it within that 12-hour window, like, you're going to miss it. And, and like, that that's a kind of a, a time bubble that I think with these shows, they definitely generate the conversation, but they also, you know, it, you're right. It doesn't seem as high stakes with Mandalorian right now because I think – Mandalorian week to week, like the stakes were just so high for in the season two. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I also think this show got off to a slower start and, and it had a, I think it would have been interesting. I was thinking about this the other day and then we got to move directly into the discussion was if they had only given, we had talked a lot in the last episode about how they gave the press the first three episodes to watch and digest before uh, the general public got to see them. And I was thinking how interesting it would have been if they only gave the press the first two episodes like we did. Yeah. And then the press came out with like a mixed bag of reviews where you had some Marvel people who clearly liked it and were interested, some people who had no idea what was going on, and then some people who were like, this is weird, but I like it, and I'm invested in what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, wouldn't that have been – I don't know. Like the strategy of this – I'm sorry. I've talked too way too long. No, no, no. It's fine. I, I think I think you're right. I think the strategy of the release has been a little bit – I wouldn't say problematic, but it's just um, not – it's not what we're used to. Um, I think they they thought like, okay, everyone's going to be like super into this. Like, But I, I don't know if they quite started out the gate as strong as they could have because, um, you know, to wait – three weeks for things to really like, Oh, this is what's happening. Like if we had some sort of tease like this at the top, that might've drawn more people in from like the Marvel side, you know, I, I agree with you. And, and I think that if you had had, um, people kind of not feel like the, the critics are talking down to them. Yeah. Because I think that's what a lot of people felt like after those first two episodes of like, we just saw a week that this show was like really great and it's going to be super fun. And then these two episodes, everyone's just like, what is happening? Yeah. What's going on? Well, and then, you definitely need a degree in Marvel to yeah. this show <laughs> way more than Star Wars even now. You need you need to really be rocking and rolling. And it's not even just like the MCU. Like, they are starting to dive deeper into the comics. And, you know, obviously every time they do a show or a movie, 
that's an adaptation. It's like, it's light, it's light version, or there's like a, a something that's going to be way different to, to keep the comic fans on their toes and, and not, um, you know, not meet their expectations, but subvert them. Um, I thought it was interesting. There was something, I don't know if it came out this week or last week, but Paul Bettany said something that, um, originally there was supposed to be some sort of tease at the end of Endgame. Yep. Um, which like, I, I'm, I'm torn about because on one hand I'm like, yeah, that would have been good. That could have like really. So let's, let's throw up the spoilers now because you mentioning that, like, if you don't know what's going on, like you're, you could get spoiled because what's coming up. So like, we're throwing that out right now. That's it. But yes. So the original post-credit scene or a post-credit scene that was, could have been used for Endgame was that Wanda would have been leaving with the body bag of Vision from the mm-hmm. complex, right. which which to me I think is a direct setup, and that would have been awesome. Yeah, and and you know what? Like I I wonder maybe it shouldn't have been a post credit scene. Maybe it should have just like been in the movie because I feel like I feel like Endgame is like almost perfect, and um, I mm. love the way that they they wrap things up and that it's really an homage to the like the originals. Um, team of Avengers and just like to honor them. And, and, you know, the way that that all ended was just so well done that to, to throw on a tag like that might've been like, if it was like in the middle of a phase, go for it, of course. But this is like the end of the saga. So I feel like I understand why they chose to keep it out. She's, yeah, I, I I do see both ways. I think the only reason that I, I would do it is because it is so closely tied into what this is that now the leak and with what happened in this week's episode, like mm. it's it, it, maybe it's confirmed, you know, or, or, you know, maybe the other thing that could have happened, like if it wasn't in Endgame, maybe maybe it should have been in, in Far From Home or maybe if Black Widow was on track and came out last year or any of the other movies, it could have been a post credit scene for that. Oh, totally. And and there's a lot of room to play around with. We know that they move, you know, post credit scenes from, you know, things to things. We also know that they were changing the trajectory of the Marvel cinematic universe movie to movie up until around 2015 when that's when they kind of locked in. Right. And then the other thing is like they were, they made Endgame and then the, the Fox deal closed. And so now right. it's like, Oh shit, they, they could change everything. Um, Do you believe that Ryan Reynolds story? Um, yeah. The, yeah. Just for the fans, basically that oh, with the Wolverine stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe that maybe they would have tried to do it. I don't know if it would have meant that Hugh Jackman would have came back. I think that... that they could have used that to introduce the new Logan. Yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. I, because, you know, I think that would have been so cool for the fans. But, you know, the fact that he hung up the claws, like, a couple of years before that, I just don't know if he would have been coming back for something like Deadpool. I don't know. But... yeah. Talk, we'll, we'll talk about that in the multiverse. So, uh, so okay, so we've thrown up the spoiler warning. This episode um, is a little bit different. Frank, do you want to play the plot game? Yeah, I'll play the plot game. Um, and so just to also add that this episode, they gave us the title. Yes, um, they did. Maybe they're going to start giving us the titles week to yeah. week. So we ran through the other ones, but this one was uh, like something like we pardon this interruption or something like that. Um, yeah. Alluding to the fact that this is going to be different. Um, plot. Monica Rambeau wakes up after the blip um, and is in a hospital with a bunch of other people coming back after uh, 
Tony snapped his fingers to bring people back to life. Uh, her, we find out that her mother died of cancer three years ago. Fast forward to her returning to the sword office um, and gets tasked with a missus, missing persons case in New Jersey, only to meet uh, Jimmy Woo um, from Ant-Man and the Wasp, gets sucked into the warped reality of, of Wanda. All the events of the previous three episodes happen and she gets thrown out. Along the way, we see um, Kat Dennings' uh, Darcy um, starting to figure out that this is a, a TV show. Um, and yeah, mostly the behind the scenes of what's been going on with this show within a show. It, it, it seems like they... It's interesting the way that they're breaking this narrative up. You know what I mean? Like It feels like we could have almost been watching this alongside of you know, in the regular MCU, like if this were a movie, you'd be watching these scenes cut back and forth from the main plot. But by doing it in this television format and and kind of making these homages to television by doing Marvel television for the first time, pretty meta, um, (laughs) you know, that they're, um, you know, they're able to do this in this way, which I think we all really like. I think the Back to the Future 2 of a good uh, pro- property to be able to play around in the goings on of what's actually going on is pretty fun nowadays. And like, we know we're getting to the multiverse with the new Dr. Strange movie. So this seems crazy, but I just want to talk about a little bit of like, I did a little, I, you know, I do radiation stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're talking about the cosmic background radiation, the radiation emitted from the big bang. Yeah. So here's from the Nerdist video was that the uh, that radiation is the, from the birth of the universe. Is this Wanda creating the new universe? Like oh, that like the multi- multiverse. Like was there another Big Bang that she created that this this wow. frequency exists in? Like that's how deep it could go. Sure. Are, are we there? We don't know yet. But okay. So uh, yeah, I mean, this could it could just be like the first bubble. Also, like, yeah, also. So we bring in we bring in Darcy and, you know, we've seen like these kind of these three, you know, Avengers side characters. Right. So you have, you know, uh, Lieutenant Trouble from Captain Marvel. I I watched Captain Marvel before this episode. (laughs) Like, oh, it was was perfectly timed. That's awesome. Uh, It was really awesome. And you know what? That movie. But uh, we I got through it. And I was super excited, and I was thinking about, oh, we know that, you know, Maria Rambo is going to be in the new James Bond movie. Yeah. Um, and I was very excited, hopefully, that she was going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Um, does Doesn't... this, this write her out of that? <laughs> I I think it does. Um, I, I think I think they, they're putting their cards behind behind Monica now, you know? And, and that kind of makes sure. sense. Um, Young like Avengers. It yeah, she could have been um, an older character, like because that's the thing. Like she would have had to have been aged up, right? Like twenty, mm-hmm. thirty years or so, almost at this point. So, even that uh, Lashana Lynch probably wouldn't have been. I mean, obviously they show her photo and like she looks aged up a little bit, but it's different than having her in the show or in a movie aged up all the time. <laughs> so like they could have had to recast, which you know. They're just going to go with the daughter because Monica has such a rich history in the comics as um, a superhero. So, like, they're, she could be a part of the movies at this point. We don't even know. 
Um, right. Yeah. So to have her, um, that's that's sad. I'm sure it was probably really affecting after watching Captain Marvel. Be like, oh, she was right there, and now she's gone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It totally was. Yeah. Um, which like it is a, a, a. I said this to Megan like as we we're watching it. It's like this is what I mean. I know they did it a little bit in Far From Home, but like this is what we wanted to see. Like the chaos of like everyone coming back. It's like this is crazy. People it was just, a ma- it was a masterful scene in that, that was, oh. you really bring the the drama and and the craziness of how far reaching this event was right into this universe by showing you somebody coming back out of it. Like we don't even see that in Far From Home. Like that's no. already happened. Like right. so this is literally taking place maybe what? Like a couple days before Far From Home? Like in that bubble? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It th- that I think basically by the time the end of this episode, we're all caught up because like this, um, this is mostly like flashback, or at least like informing us of like the events that have already happened. So yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Point. I don't know how um, how it lines up with Far From Home, but it probably doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, you know, so Sony's doing their own thing, as we know. <laughs> we yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Okay, so let's keep moving on with the other characters. I also watched Ant-Man and the Wasp on Thursday, which I had not watched since we had seen it in theaters. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's actually a pretty solid movie. Um, yeah. And Paul Rudd's just so enjoyable and likable. You know, yeah. like, he really does sell that film and yeah. that whole world. Uh, and I wanted to see Randall Park again. I was like, okay, let me see his character, you know, fully fledged one more time. Um I love the fucking close-up magic again, man. Oh, was, the magic joke! I was like, "That's an Easter egg." I love that. <laughs> that's like he—that's like very funny, uh, yeah. and he's great, and he just plays it so fun. It's yeah. interesting, kind of the—I don't know if you've ever thought about this, kind of like the the silly seriousness of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like requires like some level of being able to say. Remember, like, there's a great Luke Skywalker video where he's talking about all the jargon that, yes. like, George Lucas would make him say. Yeah. And that he's like, you have to think that this is silly or else you're going to be lost in it and it doesn't doesn't work. Like, saying all the cra- – like, we need to pick up these things at the Tashi station for 42 seconds and, you know, whatever. And the ability <laughs> that these guys have to say this incredible, ridiculous shit but also make you believe that they're real characters in this world – at the same time, it, it, right. you so see why they pick funny people, right? Like they have to, they have to, yeah. And they do a really good job with with casting in that way, and like having people that that can play straight and and be serious, but also have those like comedy chops, and and that they because I mean that's the other thing. I mean the the Marvel universe is pretty light, and like they have a, a level of comedy within them anyway. Um, but yeah, it, the the jokes land here. I like them. Um, um, oh, I had another thought, but I lost it. So um, that's but, okay. Yeah. So we're so let's talk about the the first you know philosophical issue here is that the force field, right? So we didn't know if it was Wanda or Sword that was using the force field, or if it was another force altogether. Sure, I'm pretty sure we can confirm that that the force field itself is being produced by Wanda, right? This, yes. It has the same effecty looking as when you put your head too close to the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got this, uh, it's got rules that Wanda kind of controls, right? So, like, when you go in, you change your clothes and your appearance and your stuff. Yep. The helicopter, uh, Monica, and the um, the beekeeper guy, 
but but when you get thrown out, you don't change back. <laughs> true, that's true. Yeah, um, so it, it, it affects on one side and then not the other way. Um, and then there's even yeah the beekeeper with the the cabling. What happened to that guy? And, right. What happened to that guy? We don't know. <laughs> Did he get out or is he now like? In TV, <laughs> TV land. Yeah, maybe he's on another episode of Brady Bunch or something. I don't know, man. Well, the other thing that I thought was interesting about this is, like, we only saw, like, snippets, right? We saw, like, yeah. three episodes. Like, this has been going on for a while, and that the sitcom element, like, Darcy and, and Jimmy Woo are, like, watching the show, and they're invested, and it's, like, there's hours and hours of this show of what's going on and probably more antics than than we've seen. Um, oh, so you think the show exists beyond what we've been able to see? Yes. Really? Yes, I do. I do. I think that I think we're seeing the highlights and I think we're seeing like the the big moments of like, oh, we're going to change from the 50s to the 60s. Things are going to change to the, to the 70s. Wanda's having a baby. I think there's like because you see this rolling feed, right? Otherwise, like Sword would would have it seems like Sword has been there for like well, they have the like twenty four hours later thing, right? So and they've they been this... there for three days, maybe. Right, and so if we've only seen three half hour episodes, they've sure. seen hours and hours of this, and I think that's super interesting. And I think the the other layer that's cool is that uh, Wanda is editing it and she's censoring it. I don't know. This is, this is where I'm going to disagree with you. So here's so in the nervous oh, video, okay, you have so you have Darcy on the uh, on her desk watching on her TV of uh, the feed of the first show ending, the '50s show ending, Lucy yeah. Wanda. Yeah, that is not the same TV. That is not her instrumentation at the board that she's using in that episode. So that that person we see in the ending of episode one is definitely somebody else. There's somebody who is controlling the broadcast. Mm. And they keep putting, did you see this on the feeds yet? They put a Rodecaster Pro, the $800 podcasting mixer on that uh, desk. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. That which okay. is a direct jab at us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, but like, I'm telling you, I think it's somebody else. So I think well, this is going to be the main contention now. I, I agree. I, I mean, I think what I was more alluding to, obviously, we've seen Wanda change things. Like, we've seen her say no and rewind. We've seen her, um, you know, like she has the power to do it, whether it, it's of her own will or someone else is pulling her strings and a little Age of Ultron <laughs> reference yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, that, that's, that's a different story. But, like, the, the moments that we saw in um, episodes one through three where things start to go awry, like Darcy and Jimmy Woo didn't see. Like that feed totally. is different than the feed that we saw already. She's um, living in that moment. She's still making choices and, and reacting. The right. feed is changing. Yes. Um, and then this brings us back to, I think, a theory that we had like last week or yeah, I guess it was, we only done one episode for this show. Um, when they have the whole board of the the characters within the show, like the actual residents and who they're portraying in the show. Oh, yeah. I, I saw this, that two of the characters um, have not yet been identified. Dottie yep. and Agnes. And so there's definitely something more up with them. Who... If maybe it's like two sides of a, a different coin, or maybe it's two people we don't know, but you know, uh, 
it, it seems likely that one of them could be Agatha Harkness. Um, and who the other is, uh, that remains to be seen. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely Agatha. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw my money behind that, but I, it's interesting that we don't know who Dottie is, man. That's going to be fun. This, I think they're, they're, either way, the two major theories out there are both really fun. Like either one that either she's Mephisto or that she's a Arcana, a superhero from a parallel dimension within Marvel. Mm. Like that's, Either one of those is good. They thought that Nerdist, some of the other people thought that Herb was Herb the, like, this geneticist guy. Yeah. Um, but he's not a celestial, so we can throw that to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I, I like that Darcy's back. I think It's crazy that she, it's been, like, eight years, and now she's a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> According to the trades, it seems like Natalie Portman was pretty in influential in bringing her back oh so like because she came back for love and thunder like darcy's like i'm i'm on board i think that they see that well you know i don't know if a ton of the management has changed but i think the direction has changed a little bit in that they're not it's not this crank towards the next avengers right now for them yeah so i I can kind of see like if when they brought natalie in and they were like listen like we want to do this crazy thing with you and, you know, we, we're going to do this, you know, kind of this new storyline. What do you think of that? And she's like, this is fucking awesome. And then she's like, yo, they're doing some new shit at Marvel. Like, if you had your contract, go back and re-up because they're doing new things. Yeah. Only for her to be on the first ever Marvel show with a ton of these other characters, which means that maybe the past few years when they've been bringing on these actors, they've been signing them up for Disney Plus shows. Right. They may have been. Um, and I, I really like having sword as an organization and having like this, this bigger world, like, because like that, it brings it back to like, you're the right. Early, the early days of the, the movies, right. We have this, it's like shield again. And, you know, obviously we know shield got infiltrated by Hydra, but like that sword is, um, maybe a sister organization or whatever. We don't know how it relates to shield, but. Like that, there that something bigger is going on, and it, that it's not just the the Avengers like handling everything or the like FBI, right? That well, there is somebody else out there, and to bring it in like with with um, recognizable characters like Darcy and Jimmy Woo, and um, now Monica too. Like we're gonna, I think we're gonna have a big episode next week where Monica has like a big dump of like this is everything that's going on in there, right? Like I, I forget what she say at the end of the episode. Like oh, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. It's all so, Wanda. So so I think that's misdirect. But I I also kind of understand though that this is it's she's definitely manifesting it. Whether or not she's controlling that manifestation is another thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's possible that she's kind of in. You know, a lot of the memes I've seen floating around are like that she's about to become the Vader to Mephisto's Palpatine. Have you Ooh. seen that one? No, I haven't. So like, there's <laughs> there's a lot of you know ways that people manipulate or use her in the books that, you know, are not so nice. And I think that they may be deeping, diving deep into by not having her be the big bad. She could very well be the big bad. Like, let's not rule that out. Like, I, it just seems unlikely. It, it seems like, you know, it would be a weird she, direction. It, it would be a weird direction. And it seems that like as much 
you know, I mean, we talk about this all the time in Star Wars. Like, as much trauma as she's experienced um, and all the dark things that have happened to her, she's still a hero. She's still on the on the good side. And for her to, to go and turn to the dark side... <laughs> would be abrupt. With, without um, any influence, which, yeah, like, would just be abrupt and wouldn't make sense. So, to me, it seems like there needs to be an outside force pulling her that way. Um mm. And uh, we'll see. I mean, I think it, it'll be very interesting. I do think that whomever is controlling her, you know, clearly chose a, a great candidate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like someone that could do a yeah. lot of damage. <laughs> and so I, I also want to say kind of final thoughts here. I'm so glad that New Jersey found its way into the <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, uh, what what about uh, uh, Winter Soldier? You had uh... – the, whole, the base was in Jersey. It's in Jersey, but it, the, the the show doesn't take place in Jersey. Okay. You know, yeah, like yeah. this is <laughs> this is grounded in this is grounded in Jersey weird shit. <laughs> you know, like also the Jersey Devil. Has anybody put that together? <gasps> boom, 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 ba, boom, ba, boom. Ba, da, da, <laughs> uh, so okay. Um, anything else we want to talk about? You know, I think that you know it does kind of bring us up to speed i think that they're they're building momentum in a way that we've never seen them do it before it's a matter of Uh being patient but also they've never done this before yeah i I appreciated the fact that um they kind of they went parallel to the other episodes and we we saw like little bits of in between things and correct obviously we saw like kind of the aftermath like we saw wanda actually push geraldine out um so that was new but ultimately, we're not um, – and then I guess we see them, like, sit down and watch TV, which is, like, another extra meta level of it. Yeah. Um, did you see the teaser for next week? Of course, yes. So this looks to me like them setting up the end of kind of where they're building to. Um, and it doesn't look like they're going to be sparring until the 90s. Did you kind of piece that together? Because I was looking at the clothes and the hair. And it doesn't look like it looks like the '80s set is the kitchen set with the big hair. Yep. But the '90s set is the flannel, and that looks yep. like Full House, and yep. that's where they're like flying in the house. Right. And then, and then the last era that it seems like they're gonna tackle is like mockumentary, modern, modern family. family. Yeah. yeah. So whether or not that means that episodes five, six, and seven are gonna each be in their own style, like that would trend with the way we thought things were going, but. Things could accelerate. We don't know. But um, then you have a big, and then you have a big eight, and then you have a nine episode, right? I've yeah. also seen that there's been like leaks about this. Did you see that? No. Okay. There may be leaks coming in the coming days, but I haven't seen that yet. I just heard that there were leaks, not what was leaked. Okay. Uh, so we will see. Yeah, everyone, be careful. Um, be, be mindful. But I mean, I th- I think what what this episode did was um it broke the fourth wall of the show within a show and that I think we're going to have more intercutting with the stuff that's going on on the outside with, with sword and, and the agents um, and Monica. Like I, I can't see us like not checking in with them next week, you know, definitely. So I, I think that'll help move the plot forward and like kind of the, the questions that are going on because we see now we're, we're up to date that sword has been probing in and trying to, to get into this bubble um, and they're obviously not going to stop. So I think it's only going to 
accelerate the action um, within the the multiverse or whatever Westview verse we have. Um, final theory: Do we think that Billy and Tommy are going to age accelerated like a clone, <laughs> and by like the '90s be like you know normal kid age or like teenagers? Do you think that's a, a possibility? That would be really wackadoodle. Um, I think it's de- I, it's definitely a possibility. I don't know if that's the plan only because we saw the cribs in the next episode, but mm. uh, I, I could definitely see them aging them up, you know, in a different way that we've never seen. And whether or not they have powers, that's a whole other kind of right. Yeah, I mean, because like the obviously the pregnancy was accelerated, so why wouldn't and, the kids' growth be right? Yeah. And, and then the the big question would be at the end of this all, are they real characters and like, could they potentially be, I don't think we're going to find, I don't think we're going to find that out till the end of Dr. Strange. Hmm. I think that especially because there's also been parts coming out that, uh, the directors of, so Raimi, um, John Watts, who I I think is, no, no, no. Mark Webb, um, is the guy doing Spider-Man three. And these people are all working pretty closely together to make sure that it's cohesive. Great. Um, and that we've also known that Feige has said that like phase four is very different and going to be a very different phase than like we've ever seen before. They're not going towards infinity war. We're not fighting a big Thanos yet. We don't even know what, or is the big bad yet. I think yeah. it's, I, and one of the things on there that was, you know, if you looked at the whiteboard, like they, they're asking all the questions we are, you know? Yep. Yep, uh, yep, yep. So, I don't know. It's exciting. I'm I'm glad that uh, it was a good one. I'm glad that we we sat down today to break it all down. Um, I guess this means <laughs> we're gonna keep rolling. And uh, as long as we can keep these short, you know, I think the larger philosophical questions for this show may come later, and maybe we can have those discussions like after the fact. Yeah. But but I think the the week to week discussion just to keep up with it, like it. Yeah, they're, because well, they do, they're doing it in this in this fashion we've never seen before. It, it works, you know. Yeah, I think this was a big one. I think if this was another just sitcom episode, it may have not had as much to talk about. But this was this was huge and, um, yeah, game changer for the show. And uh, excited to see what's next. So um, if you're watching WandaVision, um, hopefully you are up to date with us. Um, we're gonna try to keep talking about it. Um, so please let us know what your thoughts are. If you have any um, ideas or uh, theories, please you know give us a comment or check in with us on online. You can write to us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us online at www.longlostheroes.net. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Please subscribe. Um, to the podcast on apple google play stitcher spotify and leave us a rating and review if you can that would be great um anything else for you this week aj no thrilled to be here talking to you thrilled to be in season six um we just you can't watch it now if you're out there but frank and i just you know wanted to pick over the bones of the carcass of wonder woman 1984 (laughs) so if you have any interest go check out that episode which uh we dropped pretty recently um you know It's going to be interesting with these new Warner Brothers releases. I saw that um, Gall posted on her Instagram that 
Wonder Woman 1984 was streamed for 2.25 billion minutes in the last Nielsen ratings quarter. Huh. I don't even know what that means, but it 1 seems billion like a lot. more 1 <laughs> billion more watch 1 billion minutes more watched than Soul and Mandalorian. Wow. Yeah. The okay. mo- the most successful streaming thing of the holidays was her. Okay. Um, All right. So <laughs> From a certain point of view. (laughs) Because people, no shit, Obi-Wan, because people love her, you know, and they love the idea of her, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. And then we also, we have the the date for the Snyder Cut. Yes, March. Uh, March. um, I can't even remember it right now. I think it's March 18th. Yeah, it's before Godzilla versus Kong. So, that's Uh, a whole other thing that we've got to figure out um, because... We, we've got some plans for this year, like ideas of how we want to cover things, um, other side projects uh, that maybe aren't as expansive as uh, James Bond last year. But um, leading into some of these things, we may have some additional content. So, um, yep. yeah, we'll leave you with that. So uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week, and uh, we should see you next week. Take care, buddy. Bye. Bye.